Hey guys, it's your boy Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks, lads. And me, Steady Eddie Martin. You've seen our picks on Twitter and all our shows on the Taproom Sports Podcast Network. So we're bringing y'all a new show twice a week called The Square Sharks. Yeah, just two guys who love sports that'll help you win money. Yep, so go to www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash square sharks for more info and to subscribe to the podcast. Don't miss out. Do it now. Why throw away free money? Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. Welcome to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every upcoming NFL game of the week. We've got our hot picks for each and every game for all you betters and fantasy GMs. And we are headed into wildcard weekend. We've got three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Green Bay and Kansas City clinched that top seed, so they are sitting and getting healthy. But let's meet the crew. Like always, I am joined by Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. Let's go. We got Steady Eddie, and we got yep. Tiffany from Picks by Chicks. How y'all doing yep, tonight? Yep, yep. You're doing great, because I am not taking a shot tonight. Uh, nope. <laughs> neither am I. It feels good. Hey, I am, it and it's okay, good. because yep. I'm going to take it in celebration of the playoffs. There Hell we go. yeah. I like yeah, it. So we got shots. Uh, I'm surprise tiffany you started off the year right first shot bet win of <laughs> the know. show so turning over I, a new leaf yeah jordan and i <laughs> didn't cover on that seattle niners game line Back was at five and a half yeah and ended with seattle only winning by three what 17 seconds left you were saying jordan on that uh that touchdown it was like 37 seconds 27 uh, it was yeah. something with a seven in it backdoor <laughs> cover at its finest love right. it it was perfect Cheers. Here we go. Yum, yum. <laughs> oh. All right. Put some hair Victory on the chest. So sweet. Uh, that, was a, that was a good bourbon. <laughs> I didn't have anything bad today. so hey, It's all good, though, because it. I did hit my biggest bet in betting history this weekend. I hit the Washington football team to win the NFC East. There Took that go. shit in sweet. July, the end of July. Love Plus it, 1, man. So Plus 1,000. Plus 1,000? Plus 1,000. And great. I got to give a shout out to Eddie's favorite quarterback. <laughs> Who's Thank that? You, Alex Smith. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. 
Let's go. All right. All right. So to start this podcast out, we are going to look, really look towards next season because, I mean, we just went through Black Monday and it was only a little massacre this year. We saw three teams part with their coaches. Um, it started with Doug Maroney of the Jaguars, then the Chargers dismissed Anthony Lynn, and then finally Adam Gase, who should have been out in week three, you know, finally got the can. <laughs> Um, we also saw Atlanta, Detroit, and Houston fire their coaches mid-year. So we've got six open positions. So which spot do you guys think is the most attractive? And, you know, what do you think those coaching needs are for those individual teams? Make better play calls. You know. There's a lot more to coaching an NFL team than that. Uh <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, I think the best job available is the Chargers. I mean, you've got a young, uh, you know, quarterback of the future in Justin Herbert. So you know who your quarterback's going to be, which is always the hardest part of, yeah, a proving guy or so we think. Um, but that's always the hardest part of an NFL team is like finding that quarterback. And you have an all pro defense. You got Melvin Ingram coming back next year and Derwin James. So you have three all pro caliber defensive players and probably one of, you know, he's going to finish top five in defensive player, the rookie defensive player of the year in Keith Murray. I think the Chargers job is like set up for success right away. If they just have that a coach that doesn't make dumbass um, decisions with clock management. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You think- can kind of say that for almost all teams too, you know, like uh, I was just thinking the only problem with the Chargers job, man, is you got to, you're never going to win the division, you know, Um we got Kansas City in the AFC West that's probably going to hold that top spot for like the next five to ten years. And you got the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders will be competing with them too <laughs> as well, you know. Yeah, um, but I mean like Aaron Rodgers never won the division every year. Yeah, but the whole – you know, you're going there to win the division. You don't even have a chance. Like you're just kind of like throwing it up. Saying then why play the games? Chance. Yeah. Because you can make the wild card, sure. But you already know you're not making the division. Yeah, but like, you could win a Super Bowl as a wild card. That, that's fine, but you're still not going to win the division. Like, well, not that. with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, not with that attitude, or Patrick Mahomes and you know, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but Travis you never, Kelsey. you never know what's. You never happen. know what happens. Yeah, yeah anything. Yeah, can watch, watch Mahomes breaking break his leg. You know, <laughs> like all, all of the other he did, he did yeah, it last year. They still not, won the division. I mean, I don't want that to happen, but it. I mean, it could no. happen. Who's who's their backup? Yeah, any, I mean, who dude, played anything this last can happen. Week? Who knows? Uh, yeah, but then you have, a, you have a spot. Right. You have a spot in Jacksonville, right? If you go to Jacksonville, you got the number one That's overall mine. pick. Uh, so, who, you can how take do you know who? who, you tra- take who, you, who do you? How do you know who, uh, how Lawrence. any of those? How do you know how any of those players are going to perform though? At least in LA, you have a a set team. You know who you have, and you have like all pro caliber players on both ends of the ball. The big upside okay, of so Jacksonville, though, is that cap space. Exactly yeah, but a, my point. They have but so they have much like money. 22 holes to fill. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not going to happen in one year. Uh, no, no, it's no, not going to happen. They, but... I think they also have like the most draft picks too of any team. Yeah, two, multiple yeah, but a lot first, of opportunities. But how many teams hit on every single draft pick every year? Zero. Yeah, but you also get an opportunity to put your guys in. You don't have to worry about having. But that's what I'm that saying. The, the, the Jacksonville job is like a job that. Well, no, you you, you can't put in your guys because they're still a GM. And Khan is like, he has already said that he makes the roster decisions in an interview this week. So I don't know what kind of quality head coach you're going to get if the fucking owner is going to override now. you. 
Yeah, I mean, talk though is is Urban going there? So you know he's going to know. He's not even a proven coach in the NFL. That's true. I I mean, to your argument though about the Chargers, why not the Texans? The Texans Texans are solid. I mean, to be honest, dude, I don't think I, I I think the 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 job that's probably the worst is a Lions job because that needs like a total rebuild that's from the a ground total up. That's like five to ten years, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think that's like the worst job. I think the rest of the jobs, like I even think the Falcons job is a good job. I think the Jags job is a good job. I think the Jets job is a good job. I just think the Chargers job is for a kind of coach that is going to go in there and win right now. Like next year, they have a possibility to compete for a title with that roster. And yeah. you don't. And you don't have to you you don't have to like go in there questioning your biggest pieces, which is like quarterback, and then your de- you have two elite defensive ends that rush the passer, and you have like probably arguably the best safety in the league in Derwin James coming back. I mean, that's just a roster that you can go in there next year and win, and that's kind of job that every coach is going to want. So they're going to have their pickings. No, I was going to say I agree because I do think the Chargers have the most talent going into next year. Draft picks aside. Yeah, and I think that's the the one downside for me, at least, is that they don't have those really high draft picks or multiple draft picks in that first round. Um, you know, but that's that's probably my only downside. You know, and you know, does Herbert does he really progress, or is this his? You know, is this his max? I mean, we saw him go on what a five game losing streak. Yeah, and we set every granted, single rookie passing record. I mean, this is a league that's been around for over 100 years, and he just broke all of them. Yeah. Uh, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but passing records nowadays, they easily should be broken, and the league's different. You have so, to throw the ball for 400-plus yards a game. So, I mean, okay, and they're so let's losing majority of the time, so they're going to have to throw the ball all the time. But they're also scoring way more points in the league right now right? than they were <laughs> And yeah, he didn't have to deal with crowd Maybe, noise. Maybe, but I mean, like, like, let's look at quarterbacks in the last ten years that got to start a whole season as a rookie and never were able to do what Justin Herbert's done. Yeah, but the NFL three years ago is different; is completely different than ten years ago. Like, I took us down a path. <laughs> let's get back to <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to these these uh, the last few comments on our our coaching before we move on to these Saturday games. So, you know, Jordan, I'm I'm also surprised we didn't hear anything from you about uh about the Jets job because Sam Darnold. You know, yeah, exactly. I know you have a uh you know, also a, a good spot job in too. your heart for the quarterback there and they have the second overall pick. Yeah, and they have they have two first round picks too. Yeah, we'll so. see how Seattle uh two first yeah, and have- two seconds. So. But I mean, in the NFL, you can get talent like all the way through the fourth round. Like you're drafting potential starters in through four rounds. I mean, there's there's 53 spots on a roster. There's a lot of flexibility as well. But the Jets' job is a good job too. That's what I'm saying. The Jaguars' job is good. I just think like if if I'm a head coach, the Chargers' job is most attractive to me because I can go in there. There's fewer plugs. To, there's fewer holes to plug, and I'm ready to win right now. Whereas like the Jets and uh, Jaguars job like you're getting a lot of young unproven talent and although you can get the guys you want you know you're only getting the guys you want through uh, the draft you know not yeah. if, as a head coach going into a situation like that Chargers job has a lot of players that I would want as a head coach you know what I mean yeah yep. all right so Tiffany who what's your best destination what's your worst destination I would agree with the Chargers is the best destination and um 
probably the Jets is the worst. I just think the Jets uh, franchise is awful. <laughs> they never win. <laughs> Eddie, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, so I think just like my thinking in football and stuff, I would like to be, if I was the coach, I'd love to go to Jacksonville. Um, okay. uh, my second option would be defensive coordinator for the Raiders. Ah, I uh, said, best and worst the head coaches here. Curveball. If Eddie was a defensive coordinator for the Raiders, they would probably give up 80 points a game. <laughs> Not even close, dude. I would. I don't want to get in there. But for the worst <laughs> position, that uh, the worst job, in my opinion, at quite frankly, I would think would be the Falcons. Okay. Out of all of them, you think so, dude? Ryan's Ryan's out. Yeah. Falcons uh, are kind oh, of dude. has been. But Matt, Matt old, Ryan man. is. He still can play though. Can still play. What, what, what will they get? Yeah, for two more what? years. Jones. But I mean, yeah. a Super Bowl window is so small, regardless. Like. Head coaches don't go in there thinking like, oh, man, in five years we're going to be great because they might not be that yeah, coach in they, five years. They still yeah. owe Matt Ryan like $80, 90000000 over the next year. Yeah, but he can still play. It's not like he can't play. Uh, yeah. I mean, he can play for, <laughs> like I said, next two years, then what? But that's what I'm saying. As a head coach, like you might not even get past those two years because it's dude, it's a win-now league, bro. And that's unless you unless you take the Browns job as Hugh Jackson, they're like, "Yo, we want you to lose for two years." You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go against all y'all with the uh, with the worst position, and I'm gonna go with Houston because the only thing that Houston has going for them is Watson, and that's sure. pretty much it. You have a lot to you know a lot to deal with there, um, and. My best, I'm going to go with Eddie there. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. This, that, that cap room, you know, you pull in a good coach that can, that can get, you know, players to draw in. You know, you look at, you know, they're talking about Urban Meyer. You get somebody like Sala. Like, the, they will bring players to the organization. So I think, you know, that would be, you know, the, the upside I'm looking for. And those, those multiple first. I they're probably already selling more Trevor Lawrence jerseys than Minshew ever sold there. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Minshew Mania was nice for you know like six games, like three games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw I saw a state uh, a thing today. They were like, "Oh, Min- Minshew Mania was nice uh, until we found out he can't throw the ball for more than fifteen yards." <laughs> Literally, facts. Yeah. All right, day one of wildcard weekend starts out with the Indianapolis Colts heading into Buffalo to take on the hot, hot, hot Bills. This is the first meeting between these two teams, so we don't know how that Bills offense is going to stand up against that Colts D and vice versa. So line is favoring Bills by seven. I mean, Tiffany, you've been riding Bills all year, so the floor is yours. You know it. Bills mafia all day. I mean, we've said it. you jump through a table? <laughs> uh, you know what? I might. My Bills Mafia shirt is on the way. Um, but we've said it every week for as long as I can remember, or at least I've said it. <laughs> the Bills are the hottest team in the league right now. They are averaging 40 plus points over their last six games. They're 6 and 0 against the spread in their last six games. I get that Indy has a solid defense, but we've been saying that about Miami's defense too. And they put up 56 points against Miami last week. This is my team. That was bad, yeah. Yeah. 
Bills Mafia all the way. I'm not concerned about Philip Rivers or this indie defense at all. Love the Bills. Man, I don't, yeah, I don't want to go after about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm so draft. passionate Let's be about done. it. Move on to the next game. Okay. <laughs> no, I'd love to hear your guys' take. No, very compelling. Very compelling. Uh, the one thing is that, that I will dispute against you, Tiffany, is that the Bills scored a lot of points because they turned Tua over a lot. And, I mean, he made some very terrible throws that a veteran – yeah, exactly. That a veteran like Philip Rivers isn't going to make. And he hasn't been making those all year. He has been – he did throw a lot of stupid interceptions to begin the year. But since, you know, Indianapolis is number two in the league in turnover margin, and they're one of the only teams that is positive. And the Bills are actually uh, – I think they're, like, barely fringe turnover margin positive, like plus point uh, two. Bills are plus – or the Bills are plus ten, Colts are plus four. But turnover margin I'm talking about. So – yeah, differential. Yeah, differential. Yeah. So, the Colts are one of the best teams at, at turning the ball over. I don't. I, this is where it. This is where this number is tough because Indianapolis's defense hasn't been as good lately as they were in the beginning of the year. For sure, um, and Bills' defense has been way better. Bills' defense than- has been better. <laughs> That's definitely yeah. what they have going for them, yeah. which is why this line is minus seven. You know what I'm saying? If it was like. The early Colts in the beginning of the year, this line will be a lot closer to like three and a half, four. I still think I like Indianapolis is uh, I like their experience. You know, Frank Reich is a great head coach. If I'm getting more than a touchdown, I have if I'm getting a touchdown or more, I have to take the Colts here. Oof. Yeah, the so just to add on like the Bills, you know, they're actually they are eight and zero on to, to, against the spread their last eight, eleven and five. Oh, um, even against the again for the over. Um, so um, they're you know putting up thirty one point three points a game, giving up twenty three points. Uh, and Cole Beasley's actually been on the injury report uh, for the last two weeks. Didn't play last week, obviously. Uh, still haven't decided if he's going to play. Um, and the thing with the Bills, though, is Josh Allen, man, 15 touchdowns and two picks over his last five games. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And they they're 12 and one. Yeah, but they're 12 yeah. and one this year when scoring over 20 points. 12 and one. And yeah. I think I mean, they're the hottest. The Colts D is the one of the top, you know, top five within. Yeah. And as know, bad as NFL and as bad as Indy's D has been lately, Ben, you're. You're absolutely right. They're still seventh in the league in defense, yeah. and they've been pretty bad lately. That's how good they They're have been. They're not playing overall. an insanely hot Bills offense. Like, this <laughs> Bills offense That's can true. put up a ton of points against any fucking team. But we but yeah. we talk about, you know, and, and this is, again, just devil's advocate because I'm, I'm on the Bills here, but we talk about Phillip Rivers being, you know, the if he holds on to the ball, he they win those games and you know Jordan you brought it up you know very few since week five and to be honest like this is his best year he's only got 13 turnovers which is ridiculous for you know a quarterback but you look at his his numbers in San Diego like they he was up at like 18 to 24 every year and you know, so when he holds on to the ball he can they do put up those points it's it's you know the other thing for me is is can buffalo stop that you know that running monster that the colts have that does concern me for sure yeah and on the other side like can the bills run the ball you've got they don't need to 
but well, they're going mean, to have to need Indy's, to because yeah, Indy's going to stop Allen will run it. Josh Allen will run it. That's the thing, though, Probably is that actually. that's what Indy, Indianapolis, that's what they do well because they have such a good defensive line. It starts with DeForest Buckner, and he's really good against the run. DeForest Indy, Buckner is uh, likely out. Ooh, that's I saw. tough. Yep. Boom. Yep, it's practice today. <laughs> yep. Because, uh, oh, my God, that's a... Uh, changes everything i just forgot i just remembered that so yeah oh i gotta yeah. look that up is that is this true <laughs> yep and the other thing likely too, out I think, yeah yep. i feel like this game is going to be decided really in like the first two drives for each team of the game like if the bills go up like 10 nothing 14 3 you know something like to that nature i don't think the colts offense is the kind of offense that can get you back in that game like I just I don't see Philip Rivers leading I don't see Philip Rivers leading a team back like that. What's been good for Rivers is they've been able to run the ball a lot, and he hasn't had to do any like everything like he had to do in L.A. and San Diego for so long. Um, well, I just don't feel like at this point in his career he can get come back from a ten point deficit, two score deficit. Um, I think if you know the Bills get ahead early, this game's a wrap. Uh, if the Colts manage to turn the gets get a turnover, uh, maybe force a punt, and it's like maybe seven 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 ten at the end of the first quarter for you know halfway through the second quarter. Then I think the Colts' chances I like them way more because uh, you know the Bills gonna have that thought in their head creep in like because they've never actually won a playoff game yet. I mean Colts haven't either, but Rivers has, and he's their leader, right? So um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like Buffalo here. I think Buffalo wins. I don't necessarily like him to cover. But, this injury uh, report right here, Ben, says that DeForest Buckner expected to play. Now, I was reading that he was out today, likely out for for Saturday. But Cole Beasley likely out as well. Yep, I did see that yeah, as well. Cole Beasley yep. is likely out. That's what I was That's a earlier, bummer. So, uh, That's Josh I, Allen's safety blanket. Yeah. I do yeah. like the over in this game, just to throw that out there. 51 yeah. and a half seems easy. What's the weather going to be like? Do we know? Buffalo, it's probably going to be cold. 28 degrees, low wind, no no rain, no snow, or anything like that. Are you guessing this, Eddie? No. No, I just read it. I mean, that's a game changer. All right, so I'm still taking – I'm going to take Indy with the points here. All right, I'm I'm still going – going – Bills Mafia. Oh there we go. Bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't talk. I'm taking the over. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and the All right. So cover. <laughs> there we go. Moving All on. right. So let's go to uh, game two. It brings us to the Pacific Northwest for the third meeting of the year between these two. We've got the Rams and the Seahawks. Week 10, we saw the Rams win 23 to 16, while the Seahawks took week 16, 20 to 9. So the winner takes uh, all in this season series. So, Eddie, spread is sitting at Seahawks minus four and a half. Are you going Rams or are you going Seahawks? Uh, nope. Can't go Rams because Jared Goff's not playing. Um, Maybe. and watching what, uh, they had last week. Uh, what was his name? Wolford. Jake Wolford. <laughs> no, that, the, Jake Paul was the oh, Cardinals. That was the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I, they, they don't have anything besides Goff. They don't have much with Goff in there. Uh, they're only scoring 23 points a game. Now their defense, I mean, we already talk about their defense allowing only 18 and a half points a game, but the thing for me is that 
when the Rams won their game earlier in the year, it was coming off a bye week. Uh, so that had oh. to give them the extra advantage. Um, and then two, uh, for whatever reason, Pete Carroll knows how to block Aaron Donald. Uh, for the two games that the Rams have played against the Seahawks, uh, Aaron Donald has two tackles, one sack in those two wow. games. Because uh, he's double teamed all game. Yeah, but he's double teamed against everyone. He still manages to get to the quarterback for whatever reason with the combination of Russell Wilson getting out of the pocket uh, and whatever they scheme up against uh, Donald, he just is ineffective against the uh, Seahawks. And I think without the pr- pressure of Aaron Donald, that's going to open up all the weapons that Seattle has. Um, I don't think this is a high-scoring game at all. I mean, when I nope. say all the weapons, I mean, like, they probably get 20 points at max. Um, and uh, I like the under here, uh, considering the Rams have, are 11-2 and two under uh, in their last 13 games. So I'm uh, sticking with the under, and I, but I do like Seattle to cover it. Yeah, I'm with you, Eddie. I think this is a big Tyler Lockett game here. He, he's been he's been uh, non-existent for a while yeah, since that early in the, last week but that was that's yeah, but I mean it. like he, he hasn't been Tyler Lockett all year but this is this is the game this is the breakout yeah. game right here because Jalen Ramsey is going to be shadowing DK Metcalf we've seen what uh, Jalen Ramsey's been able to do all year and the thing that makes me lean towards Seattle even more is the fact that Seattle is fourth in average yards per game and there's no uh, Goff, I mean, that dude, Wolford, if it wasn't for that pick six, I mean, the Rams probably lose that game. I mean, I don't even know who the fuck was playing quarterback for the Cardinals. He was god-awful. Like, he was- I mean, yeah, Wolford wasn't bad, though. I mean, he at least had 200 passing yards and 200 is like rushing yards. It's the first time... in today's game is like 110 years ago, though. It's, like, it's the dude. first time that we've seen a rookie quarterback do it in their debut, though. Yeah, but I mean that high. guy also he's like five foot four. I mean he could barely even see over the line that dude was so short. He's the next Doug Flutie, dude. They Man, beat nah. your team. Yeah, but I uh, my team sucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> especially I without the Cardinals last week. Especially without oh. our uh, without Kyler Murray. I mean, no Kyler Murray, no chance. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that shit was uh atrocious to watch. There's yeah, no way the Rams win this game. Yeah, I'm with you. Jordan, I got a U stat for you. Um, okay. Since uh, divisional realignment in 2002, rookie quarterbacks making their playoff debuts are 9 and 30. So if we see Wolford in there, push hard against the Rams. Well, Goff's like out, right? There's no way he's playing. Hey, he he's questionable. Like two weeks ago. They're Man, saying he's think... questionable. He's just going to wrap it up and he's going to play. Yeah, but how bad? Wrap it up. How bad is your backup quarterback that a dude who just had surgery, they're like, yeah, he's questionable. He might play. It's Wolford. That's how bad their quarterback is. No, that's that's bad. I mean, they couldn't even score. Like Eddie said, they they couldn't score with Goff. They can't score without Goff. Like, Seattle has been good against the run the last four weeks. If the Rams can't run the ball, then they're – what are they going to do? You know – Seattle's only given up 96 yards on the ground in the last four games. That includes against San Francisco, who's known as a running team. Yeah, it's it's probably gonna be the most boring game of the of the weekend, in my opinion. I don't know. Hammer Seattle here. (laughs) I'm not hammering Seattle. I have not liked their offense in a very very long time. 
Um, but have you liked the Rams offense in a very long no. time? No, not at all. I do think I, <laughs> I do think we this, knew the Rams offense sucked. I do yeah. think yeah, the Rams office often sucks. We know that. Um, I do think this game will stay close, and I do think the Rams will cover, and the Seahawks will win by two or three. But I'm on the Rams. Ooh, hot take. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hot take right there. All right. Wow. Okay. I'm with you guys. It's uh, you're on the Rams. Never mind. I'm not with you guys. I'm with two <laughs> of you guys. I'm I'm Seahawks here. I think it's they just have too many weapons to uh, you know to push things over the top. So and you know who Can't knows? Take Wolford over uh, Russell Wilson either. That's crazy. Yeah. It is uh, cut back to Cooper yep. Cup. Is he going to be? Back? He is back. Okay, that's at least a benefit. He's, what about Henderson? Throw it to him though. Oh, no, and I think Henderson's out. So, all right. So. That moves us to Saturday night football. And, you know, to be honest, I think this should always be a thing. I, I like Saturday night football. But uh, yes. we've, got, we've got Tommy Boy. And Tommy Boy does not miss the playoffs. So he is back. And, you know, these two haven't played each other this season. We've got our uh, Washington football team hosting Tampa Bay. Jordan, can our team do this? Hey. Not only can our team do this, our team will do this. All right. Okay. Plus three thirty on the money line. Sound the alarms. This line, Washington plus nine. We're getting free points here because this is a game that the Washington football team will win. Mark my words, they will win this game. Tampa Bay has five losses this season: two against the Saints, one against the Rams, one against the Bears, one against the Chiefs. What do all five of those teams do well? That's right. They Good rush the quarterback. Yep. They rush the quarterback, and Washington does it better than all four of those teams. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, they are getting after that senior citizen in Tom Brady. They will get him <laughs> off of his spot. They will make his life a living hell for four quarters. No Mike Evans. This is going to be upset special all day 20 to 17 we're taking our washington football team lock it up i love that uh chase young call out of uh of brady that was, that was good. beautiful yeah. yeah all right eddie where are you going on this one i love the enthusiasm i am all about it i completely agree i think washington wins this game uh for one reason and one reason only Who's that? Guess. What is that? Alex Smith, baby. <laughs> I mean, come right. on. He has to, okay? Now, it's just, it's the perfect situation, right? Tampa Bay's defense has been playing miserable the last five to story. six weeks of the season. Uh, the defense, like Jordan, I, Jordan already hyped on the defense, so I don't really need to hype it up anymore. Uh, but Chase Young does have to be the MVP of this game. Has to. Uh, uh, he's got to get pressure on Brady. It's the only it way they're going to win. It's the on only that way offense. they're going no, nah, I mean the, he's right. The only way this, the only way the Washington football team is in this game is if they turn the ball over at least mm -hmm. twice. It, yep. This game is on the defense, but that's why I'm taking them. Is I mean we've seen this throughout it, throughout Tom Brady's career, right, Eddie? I mean we've seen it against the Giants when you're able to rush Tom Brady and 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 make and give him like anxiety. Basically, he's a completely yep. different dude. And yep. this this Washington defensive line is for real, like. Chase Young, I just I watched this man beat like double teams all last week. He was getting by, I'm like with ease. Yeah. I mean this this kid is incredible. 
Yeah, and like uh, the offense is going to do just enough because you got to remember now they're getting fully healthy. You know, McLaurin was back, Gibson's yep. back, Alex Smith is back, um, McKissick. And McKissick, that when Gibson was out, they realized that he's probably the best pass-catching running back in the NFL um, as far as route running and everything. And Logan Thomas is becoming a top-five tight end in the league. Uh, So with everything for Washington's offense is starting to come together. Do they score a lot? No, of course not. But Alex Smith doesn't score a lot. He's a game manager. He's going to manage this game perfectly. Uh, He just does not have to turn it over. Right, that's it. He's, and he won't turn it over because he's Alex Smith. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Uh, he's got more interceptions and touchdowns right now, though. We got to remember yeah, that. Most of those interceptions came in his first game back. Yeah, that first game he threw like four. Yeah, I think. three. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> three. I mean, how many interceptions have he thrown? Seven total. Eight. You said eight. eight. So I mean, six touchdowns, eight interceptions. More than a third of them came in one game. Right. And, and two of them came last week. <laughs> right. And I don't think they're going to let Tampa Bay be on the field that long. Like their whole yeah. style of offense is ground and pound, control the clock. You know, Alex Smith, three yards here, four yards here. You know, get the first down, pick up the ball and run out of bounds so that you get a stop and play. Like everything that Washington does offensively is like, the thing that Tampa needs to not happen. Tampa yep. needs to be in an upstyle, up like both teams trading punches. It gets Brady in a rhythm. You keep Brady on the sideline. He gets out of that rhythm. Uh, his joints start to tighten up, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> he doesn't get his guacamole or avocado shake. Right. Well, I mean, halftime. You know, dude, <laughs> but like 100% this is a stylistic nightmare for Tampa, dude. This is like the exact team yeah. they don't want to see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What uh, what year is McLaren? First year, second year, third year, second year, second year. Second year okay, I, believe. I mean, yep. eleven eleven hundred yards in your second year is with Dwayne Haskins as your starting quarterback for a little that's bit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And what He's Kyle beast, Allen? Dude. And, yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. <laughs> it took a real quarterback for him to really shine, though. <laughs> Who's that? Thank you, Alex Smith. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it also puts it on the run, like the rushing there too. You've got Gibson, you know, he's, he's been on point in the, he's been nice. And Tampa's rush defense hasn't been good lately either. Yep. 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 Offensively won't be able to run the ball either. I think Jordan and Eddie said it all. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing else else left to say. I knew knew me and Eddie were going to love this It's like if you go against our football team, then you're vetoed from the group. (laughs) This is the game I'm most excited about. 100%. I got the rights to Disney already. (laughs) I got the regular season script done. What's uh need the playoff script? I don't want this to be like Moneyball where they show like the end of the streak and that's it because they lose <laughs> after that. <Yeah. laughs> Love hey, it. Hey, who's gonna be the main character of your movie? Who's gonna play Alex Smith? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's tough. I don't know. Hey, you gotta I get Brad Pitt to I, do it, dude. No way, dude. He's Brad Pitt's not a football Alex. player. Like he's Ron Rivera, dude. Oh, Ron uh, Rivera's got to be uh, Gabriel Iglesias or something. Or <laughs> what in the world? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All about right. All right. So, hey, Ron Rivera's we... from Monterey too. Shout out to Ron Rivera. Yeah, beats right, cancer, so... then beats the Bucks. 
Hey, there we go. I love it. I love Gotta it. Gotta get by with a little help with your friends. Oh, did you guys, uh, before we move on, do you guys see Alex Smith's wife uh, made a trophy out of his, like, leg? Oh, yeah, that, that Such a boss bitch. I love it. Yeah, that was awesome. Wait, was what is awesome. it? She made out of his, uh, all of the gear from his surgery, all of the, like, oh. uh, the pins, the brackets, and shit like that. She made a... I heard that wrong. A trophy um, for... Uh, I th- I thought you said she made a trophy out of his leg. I was like, "What?" Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! All right. So with those Saturday games, we are going to hear from our taproom sports affiliate. Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lads. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. As we move out of the games themselves, we are going to focus on individual players in our weekly fantasy draft. We've got Tiffany ahead by like seven miles, so we're <laughs> not even going to you know, add up our, our total scores. Uh, what we do know is that Tiffany took the W this week at 91.54 points. Eddie yep. came in second right behind that with 84.7. Didn't get better than his 70. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan came in third with 50.8 points. He had a player who was out. So did I. And I came in at 42.54. So that means I get first pick. Hold on. We're starting the scoring over though, right? No, next playoff. season. Oh, yeah. Nice try. Yeah. Oh, we should well, do like just playoffs. It is the playoffs. It is yeah, the playoffs. We should I do like just it. playoffs. I'm in. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> It's our Fine. only chance. It's our only chance. <laughs> Let's to go. Beat you, so. hey, it's a new <laughs> season. It. Start over. I'll beat you guys again. <laughs> hey, Tiffany, you could be like the Dodgers normally. Great regular season and then yep. postseason. You're take an L. <laughs> yeah, right. Up a 40 burger. <laughs> oh man <laughs> all right so let's go to goodell so i can get this first pick in <laughs> with the first pick all right and with the first pick i am going to go with brian Tannehill. all right and i'm gonna take his running back derrick henry yeah i'm just gonna take the best quarterback playing this weekend josh allen and i'm going to take lamar jackson as my quarterback and then um, I will be taking Stefan Diggs for my wide receiver. Seeing a slight pattern here, I'm going to be taking AJ Brown uh, with my wide receiver pick in the second round. Because we have a very small pool to pick from, I'm going to take Chris Godwin for my wide receiver. All right, and that leaves me for uh, the end out round two, and I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. And to start round three, um, shit, I'm hoping Lockett goes on, uh, or it has Ramsey on him and not DK, because I'm going to take DK Metcalf. Metcalf. Nice. <laughs> Hold on, Eddie, you took the best quarterback in this, uh, in the playoffs? In this weekend. You took Alex Smith? Well, <laughs> I should have, but because of Alex Smith, I did not win last week, so uh, <laughs> we're going to go. Josh Allen. 
All right, All I'm right. gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Logan Thomas because Alex Smith loves to throw to Logan Thomas. True. Uh, and I'm gonna take uh, Mark Andrews because Lamar Jackson can't throw it more than five yards downfield. Okay, whatever. Um, someone messed with my notes. I don't know. I don't even know who's just kidding. JK, dude. Oh, yeah. JK, oh, yeah. JK Dobbins for position. And then tight end position, Jared Cook. And I think the only way the Browns have a chance this weekend. Uh, is it's going to be throwing the ball a lot to their backs during the Kareem Hunt over show. Nice. <clears throat> and since I need a quarterback, I'm going to take the best quarterback available, Russell Wilson. Nice. And I'm, I'm with you on the uh, five-yard passes. I don't think uh, Baker is going to be doing too much more other than that. So I'm going to go Austin Hooper. Oh, and... Shit, to start off round five, uh, I need a kicker, so we are going to go with blanket ship. Man, I need a kicker, so I'm gonna take uh, Dustin Hopkins from our football team. Nice, and we're just gonna go Will Lutz because he's still the most consistent kicker in my mind. And then I'm gonna go with the best football team <laughs> of all time, the kicker, <laughs> Tyler Bass. <laughs> What do you mean? I said Tyler Bass. But you said the best football team. Oh, yeah. best football team. You guys are whatever. So. <laughs> hey, the Bills do not have Bills Mafia. The Bills do not have a Disney movie coming out about him. They will. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on to let's move back to these games. We got to talk Sunday now, and uh, we've got three more games. And to start things off, we've got the Baltimore Ravens going into Tennessee to play the Titans. Ravens are three and a half point favors. And the first time that they met this year, we saw Tennessee taking the game in Week Eleven. That was thirty to twenty-four in overtime. So Eddie, I know you're the biggest Lamar fan. So I've got a new line for you. When okay. does Lamar leave to poop? Before or after half? Oh, I like oh, it. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I would take the over uh, on that bet. So second I half, think like okay. third quarter when they really when they're down six and they just need to get something going. You know, I think that sounds that's about what right. Think, okay. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. But uh, for this game. <laughs> so weird. Okay. What a way to start it out, huh? <laughs> right. I don't even know where to go. I mean, they're one and zero when Lamar poops. Uh, <laughs> they are. And they haven't lost since he did that. Dude, right. That's game. true. But uh, so they're six and zero. ATS the last six. Five and zero straight up. Um, you know, they're giving, they're scoring about 30 points a game, 29.2, 18.9. Uh, Where are they points playing, against. though? But that's playing competition like the Bengals, Giants, Jags, Browns, Cowboys. Yep. Um, and you go back over to the Tennessee side, they're five and two straight up their last seven. And the over has hit in their last eight games. The one thing we do know about uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens is that they crush bad teams. Uh, Tennessee's not a bad team, but they're a putrid defense, uh, allowing almost 28 points a game. Uh, and they can't stop anything, uh, which is kind of weird because last year, Tennessee's defense, I thought, was one of the stronger points of their team. And it's just something has happened uh, in that they can't stop the run. 
they can't stop the play action, which is the two things that Baltimore does well. Um, there's going to be no defense uh, in this game. I think that Tennessee is going to be able to do whatever they want against uh, Baltimore as well. So the over seems really nice in this game. 54 and a half, I think is what it is. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring, a lot of offense back and forth. There won't be too many punts. I'd say total punts for the game. I'd take it under 2.5. Um, and my opinion, Baltimore is going to win. Uh, Baltimore just because they have the, I don't know, I think they have a better defense than Tennessee, and they'll probably get one of the stops that we're going to see in this game. Yep. I'm with you. I think behind the Bills, the Ravens are playing the best football in the AFC, hands down. They're putting up a ton of points. Their defense is showing up. I love the Ravens here, and I really, really want them to win because I 100% think Baltimore is the team and the only team, besides the Bills, that will knock out Kansas City next weekend. And I also Mark Jackson is here. 0-3 versus Patrick Mahomes. I don't Let care. Me... <laughs> stats. I do not care. Well, I mean, numbers don't lie. I tell, I tell you guys this all over you. Women lie, men lie, numbers do not lie. Oh, what do you mean? You say volumes. bullshit numbers all the time, and you're wrong about them. No, I'm not wrong about them, because when I'm very on them, like I was against the Cowboys-Eagles, I told you numbers don't lie. Cowboys hey, Oh, God, what was that? Three weeks ago? You, just remind you know what? Every you know what? If numbers I, didn't lie, then you would go like 16 oh, and every man. week. Well, numbers don't oh, lie, but the spread is the greatest equalizer, <laughs> okay. which is why no one goes game. undefeated. But Tennessee's winning this game. They aren't a great defense. You're right. They are putrid. But you know when they do show up is when they play Lamar Jackson. They won 30-24 to earlier this year. They beat him last year in the playoffs. They have Derrick Henry. They can control the clock if he's able to run the ball. They're going to be able to run the ball. They've done it twice in a row against Baltimore. I mean, what – makes me think that they're not going to be able to do it now Tennessee they're one of the best offenses Mike Vrabel is a great head coach he's a better head coach than John Harbaugh all day long Baltimore you said it Eddie they've been beating up on bad teams dude Tennessee has been playing good great competition and they're going to be ready for this game this is a game Tennessee the wrong team is favored Baltimore is minus three and a half I like Tennessee on the money line I will love I will take the points all day long Tennessee is winning this game I will put three thirty. I will put a whole bottle of whiskey on this game. I will chug a bottle of whiskey. Thirty. So, do you think that Baltimore is a better team now than they were in Week Eleven? I don't know. Yep. Because they beat up on. I said this. If you go back to APR, crap teams. If you go back to APR in like twelve fifteen. And what has Tennessee's defense done? Nothing. But, so why don't but they you show up they against the Ravens. Put up a they always show up against, against the Ravens, defense. though. But they always show up against the Ravens. They who la- last year? Who cares? This and this year they beat them thirty to twenty four. This year, what in shut... fucking week two? It, week it doesn't 11. matter. They played them. They played them twice in a year. They held Lamar Jackson both times to four interceptions in two games. Last game, he only threw for 186 yards, had one interception, only was able to run for 51 yards on 13 attempts. Yep. I mean, Mike Vrabel, he's a great coach. Dude, he came from Bill Belichick. He out Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick last year. We've never seen that before. Yep. This is a guy, this is a team that is going to be able to beat the Ravens. They are, that the Ravens haven't played anyone as good as the Titans in the last six weeks. 
And the last good team they did play, the Browns, they give up 42 points to them. And Tennessee's a way better offense than the Browns. Tennessee just gave up 38 points to Houston. Yeah, but Deshaun Watson <laughs> can throw the ball. So? Lamar can Lamar run Jackson the ball. Run it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he can do. But he can run it. Baltimore has the edge on the defense here. Uh, yes, Baltimore has. Yep, Tennessee, I'm with you. You've got Ryan Tannehill, who is just, he does work. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. I mean, you know, a 32 to 7 differential is best in the league. Um, you know, even, yes, you've got um, Aaron Rodgers, who has more touchdowns than him, but also four more interceptions. So, you know, the, the, the numbers there don't work out. And, you know, when you get Derrick Henry moving, I mean, the last time that they played, you, you see Henry getting 166 yards. When Derrick Henry puts up more than 100 yards, we know what happens in those games. I mean, he's, he's lights out. I'm taking this three and a half easy all day money line easy. 330 plus 330 i'm i'm taking Dude, that total redemption game for baltimore for last year they were embarrassed last year they had the redemption game in week 11 they weren't able to do shit <laughs> they weren't the same team they are now though uh, yeah lamar had to pay yeah, but, oh, because right. because they <laughs> they beat up on the Bengals. <laughs> like that's home they do the last five games. They've been the best offense in football. Whether whoever and look were, who they played. Yeah. Okay. But we were talking about the Steelers. Oh. Dude, we're talking about the Jaguars, the, the Lions, they were living in those. the Giants. So, the, yeah. Yeah. And the best team they played, they beat in the Browns. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Wasn't I just, that the uh, week the Browns didn't have? No, they anybody? had everyone. No, that was against the Jets. Oh, okay. But the Ravens, they've. They beat the Jaguars, the Giants, and they didn't beat up on the Giants. The Bengals, I mean, we're talking bad teams, dude. All right, so let's let's move on to, to game two. We've got our, our differences there, but that's okay. Uh, so game two brings us the Bears, uh, and they're facing off against the New Orleans Saints. This is a first meeting. Oh, no, sorry. The first meeting came in week eight with Folds leading the sh- the Chicago Bears to an overtime loss. What a surprise there. They lost 23 to 26. So Tiffany, can the Bears at least hit the spread of 10 points? I'm going to go with no, because I think the Saints are playing really well. They are in a groove with the breeze back. Um, Defense is showing up. I think Chicago being in the playoffs is a fluke. We were reminded last week of who true Trubisky really is and congrats to the Bears for making it to the playoffs they had a fun run but I don't think they cover against the Saints this week is Kamara in no it doesn't matter though nope you're right Tiffany I'm with you and and the Bears kind of obviously they're not the same kind of team that the Ravens are but this is my problem with the Ravens is that the Bears were able to run through bad defenses, and then they played the best their best opponent since Trubisky's been on his hot streak in the Packers, and they really weren't able to do shit. I mean, they scored three points in the second half. They only scored 13 in the first half. The Packers really stymied that rush game, which which has been good for them. And the, the Saints are even better than the Packers against the run. The Saints are number two against the run. So if the Bears aren't able to run the ball against the Saints, they're going to turn Trubisky over at least twice. I think this is going to be a blowout, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
I don't like the Kamara's out. Uh, I think that Ty Montgomery not... just ran for 108 yards last week. So what? Ty Montgomery. You're trying to compare Ty Montgomery to Alvin Kamara. No, I'm just saying he ran. He was able to run for 108 yeah, yards. Yeah, but you He's don't a... be able to do that against the Bears defense, the Bears rush defense, man. Like the thing hey, is, don't put is anything past Sean Payton. Tavius Murray is going to be playing, not Ty Montgomery. And Latavius Murray is a north to south runner, and I think that favors uh, Chicago. Uh, but I am agreeing with you guys that I think New Orleans covers, but not necessarily because of that reason, but because Raquan Smith was probably out. Uh, he's the Bears' leading tackler, 139 tackles this year. He left last week in the first quarter, um, and I think that's that's impossible to replace for this Bears defense. Like. Yep. Bears defense is going to have to play perfect. Uh, and without him, I don't think they can. Um, I think it's going to be a little closer just because Kamara is not in the game. Um, but at the end of the day, the Saints do have too many weapons. And I agree that Trubisky will probably turn it over a couple times. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if this is like a seven-point game with like four minutes to go and the Saints kick a field goal to make a 10. Like I don't. Hey, really this is a be- great bet right here. Saints defense over under half a touchdown. Over under half a touchdown? Yes. <laughs> Are they going to get a touchdown? So do the Saints defense get a touchdown or no? That's basically what this is saying. Um, maybe. I mean, yeah, I guess they could. I, mean, I would take I, that. I would take the over half a touchdown. Yeah, I probably would. Um, I mean, it's uh, – yeah, I could see Trubisky throwing one of those stupid flat patterns that just gets put to the house, you know. <laughs> um, I could see that for sure. Uh, but the, just without Kamara, like the over right now sitting at 47 and a half, I don't like it. I don't like uh, I would go over. under on that. I would go under, but it's again. A weird I, number. Yeah, and I like I wouldn't – I don't think I'd bet the over actually or under on this game just because. Like, this feels like a 27 to 7 game though. Yeah, I could see you that. Maybe because the, uh, the Saints don't really score that much in the playoffs. Like we saw that last year against uh, Minnesota, and then the year before against the Rams. Like those were like pretty low-scoring games. Yeah. But I think the Saints' defense is just way too good. And we saw, you know, the Packers' defense is like twelfth in the league, and they really shut the Bears down last week. So what's the second-best defense going to do? You know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I really would like. I like the. I want the Bears to succeed here. Um, I really do oh. want the. Why? I want the Bears to win because I don't. Hate, I don't like the Saints, but uh, not like anything personal. I just don't. I don't know. I think Drew Brees uh, should have retired last year, but um, he's still. Playing. Yeah, I, he's still doing well though. He's Same with Tom Brady. Through I mean. eleven broken ribs and a, a true messed up That's lung. True. So it's crazy. That's true. Uh, he doesn't have as good yeah. of a story as Alex Smith though. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's a given. Can we focus? <laughs> we are focused on one thing: the Washington football team. Oh, okay. Our Washington football team. But uh, right. let's move it. Let's move it on to uh, the last game of this wild card weekend. We've got Sunday night football, and it's going to be an interesting one. As we found out, uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so. Uh, we found out today that Stefanski and two players have tested positive. They're not going to be uh, in. I don't think we were told who those two players are yet. Uh, we also okay. We also heard uh, of reports coming out today of Jedrick Wilson Jr. and Rashad Higgins uh, being cited for drag racing early Tuesday morning. So sick. So their heads Josh aren't there. You've got what? So we've they're got... gonna play because of drag racing. Oh yeah, yeah no, they're no, gonna play. They're just 
Oh, absolutely. They were just thinking about drag racing, not the the playoffs. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we've got Browns and Steelers. They've met twice already this year. Week six, Pittsburgh ran through, went in 38 to seven. Last week, I mean, Browns just barely squeaked it out by two points, winning uh, 24 to 22. So, Jordan, do you think the Browns have enough to take out Pittsburgh with the addition of Big Ben coming back? No. I I like the I like I would like the Steelers even before Stefanski tested positive. Now the fact that their play caller isn't going to be there, I mean, who knows? We saw what happened in the college football playoff when Clemson's play caller wasn't there. I mean, it, their offense never looked right from the get go. I can only imagine what this is going to look like without Stefanski there. Plus, if you honestly think about it. Last week, they barely won. They only won 24 to 22, and they had to give their best shot against the Steelers because that was a must-win game for them to get yeah. into the playoffs, right? And the Steelers sat their quarterback. They sat basically a few starters as well. So the Steelers have seen the Browns' best shot last week, and the Browns haven't seen the Steelers' best shot. Plus, you're resting your top guys. I mean, I think this one could get ugly. You know, congratulations to the Dog Pound for getting in the playoffs. but. The road ends here. I'm sorry. Good night. Nah, dude. I think the Steelers played their best quarterback last week. Oh, Agreed, come Eddie. on. Agreed. Come on. What are you talking about? Bro? <laughs> yeah, didn't, yeah, it wasn't uh, his fault that they lost. Mason Rudolph. Played, yeah, Rudolph played well. MVP. Mason Rudolph played well. Yeah. He put up 22 points. That's well he, you. He was 22 for 39. That's like 54 For 315 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty decent, that was man, great for to a you. guy who hasn't played all year. Uh, better I mean, than it, Big Ben. It sounds better than a lot of yeah. It sounds oh. better than a lot of things <laughs> oh, Ben's doing, man. man. Um, uh, and the other thing like too, man. Shot bet then. No, no. <laughs> fuck you. So no. here's the thing too about this about the Steelers, man. Their run defense is, is suspect right now. I think he just doesn't like the fucking no. dude. They gave up 157 yards uh, per game in their last three games on the ground. Uh, they only allowing 111 for the season, but there's so many injuries on that defense. Uh, they are down to what their fourth string linebacker now. Uh, yeah, but look what they did last week is they had they held Chubb and Hunt to what 145 yards. Yeah, dude, it's 145 yards. <laughs> but they still that's won. Lot. That's my point. For is Chubb that and Hunt. They, that's the not, Browns played that's their not best a lot, game though. Yeah, no, that is a good game, dude. 145 yards is a great game, and the Browns barely won that game without the Steelers having their starting quarterback, and they were missing uh, Joe Hayden. That's it. Joe Hayden on their corner. Yeah, but that's their starting cornerback. But Joe Hayden might not play again this week, too. Yeah, they're banged up. But they're not going to win through the air, though. I mean, Joe Hayden playing doesn't really matter too much. Um, I just like the ground game, but I agree with, like, the play calling, like, with Stefanski out, and literally their entire coaching staff is going to be on COVID protocol this week. So none of them can actually work with any of the players unless they get the four negative results. Uh, They'll all probably coach on Sunday, but no work during the week. Um, It's tough. I don't. Yeah, this is a tough game. Like, I don't like the Steelers at plus six. Like, if you're saying, like, earlier in the week it was, like, plus three and a half, I like that. You know, four-point game. Steelers five smashing game. in this game, Eddie. Dude, Steelers aren't smashing anything. They lost no. to the Bengals, bro. Right. With Ben Roethlisberger playing. Like, yeah, nothing- but look how Ben Roethlisberger comes back from his his games with his, his days off. His knees are healthy. He comes back and puts up, you know, 45 points. Yeah, he hasn't had a bye week since week four, so, you know, 
not playing last week was probably really nice for him. Um, you know, so that could help a lot. But I don't like – I mean, I think, I'm sure the Steelers win the game, you know, uh, because if they, if they don't, then this is going to be the greatest football game I've ever seen. Because Eddie, I don't want to compare these two teams, but I just want to remind you that the – the Patriots lose every single year to the Dolphins at least once, even when they were like some of the greatest teams and won the Super Bowl. It's the NFL, man. These are good teams, regardless of how bad they are technically. Like teams are to go sixteen and zero is very rarefied air. Teams are going to lose. The fact they lost to the You're Bengals. Justify yeah. the, okay, so then why can't, can't the Browns that. beat the Steelers? That's exactly what you're you saying. The Browns definitely could beat the, the Steelers, Bengals, Dude, if I if I knew a hundred percent that the Browns were gonna that the Steelers were gonna win this game, we wouldn't be sitting here talking because we'd all be sitting at the sports book right yeah. now, betting a million dollars. But but you can't justify the Steelers losing to the Bengals. Like, there's no possible justification for that. None. I know, but they just yeah. dude, literally the Browns just had to play their best game to win last week to get you into think the, the Browns playoffs played their best your... game last week. I think the Browns. Yeah, they had to win. That was a must. See, but, game. but then you That's look great, at, but they didn't play their best game. That's for you sure. can justify the losing to the Bengals because you look at the teams that lost to the fucking Jets this year, that lost to Jacksonville. That mm-hmm. like, yes, there's going to be a game where you don't show up, you don't get the calls, you drop that ball, like. So sure. uh, to to call you know a loss to the Bengals being the worst thing in the world like that's that's a little much there. But you went eleven and zero when you finished the year twelve and four. Like what confidence do I have in a team that finished the year one and four? Or if you take out the last game because they didn't play Ben one and three, like well, I mean they were they probably didn't even prepare to win last week. Well, because they yeah, played yeah, yeah. So tough defenses as well too. You look at you know they played the the you know Washington football team. You play Buffalo, who they you know again only put up fifteen points, but only allowed. 26 against buffalo so like that's that's still quality you look at buffalo washington and then the the browns as their losses you know in the last six games and then they've got you and know, you can even how are these coaches coaching team. this week like how are you preparing for this game with right. the coaches not being able to be with the players i see yeah, i said that yeah. but i mean like all right so what makes you think that last week they only one by two and that they're going to be able to cover this week when Pittsburgh is able to actually prepare for this game as like a real team because they don't have COVID issues. It's like, at one player. And what do you mean as a real team? They sat Roethlisberger, which I get as their starting quarterback, but but I'm talking the about offensive preparation. Line still played the receivers still played the D line. I'm, I'm talking about preparation for this week because a lot, the Browns obviously had to prepare a lot more than the Steelers probably did last week because that was a must-win game for them to get into the playoffs. Plus, the Steelers weren't starting their starting quarterback. That's a big... Yeah, but I still we don't, don't know think. everything that's going on. I don't think Tomlin's sitting there like, ah, well, this game don't matter. Let's just uh, take three hours. Probably, to no, obviously he, wouldn't, obviously he wouldn't say that, but he's probably not putting in... His, him and the coaching staff, probably, they're probably looking ahead more than they were looking there. But my point is, is that without the coaches, Cleveland's coaches can't be around the players right now. So how yeah. can you prepare for a game? I mean, it's the same game plan almost that you had last week. I mean, that's going to help. But and I agree. You only won by two without Big Ben. So you think I, Big Ben isn't worth five points? No. Is that, is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. 
and Pittsburgh home at field this advantage. point in his career. Yeah, he ain't worth home it. field advantage doesn't matter this year. Road t- road dogs I mean, are like, still have like a sixty percent winning record, winning percentage. And the Browns are going to have to travel late too because of all the COVID issues. So they're probably not even going to travel till Saturday. Whatever. Real Man, I'm on ben, the Browns like this week. Ben, yeah. I, ben, ben, this is uh, Ben. I like this as the uh, best bet material almost. I think. I mean, the more it, we talk about this, it it is that time. Is it? Take oh, it. Shit. Shit. It's that time. It's that, it is hey, that time. It is that time. The best segment of the week. It is best bets. This is the (laughs) segment that we win y'all money, money, money. And last week, if you fade me, (laughs) last week, me and Tiffany had a good week. Me and Tiffany, if you followed me and Tiffany, you went four and oh, we had a dominant week. And then if you faded Eddie, you had another dominant week. That would be six and oh. And then Ben, you went five hundred. That's not bad, dude. That's that's I'm not just losing money. That's not winning money. <laughs> <laughs> but Tiffany, just... let's start off with you. You went two and zero. Oh. You had the Saints minus six and a half. That was a winner. Mm-hmm. Then you had Titans Houston over fifty six. That was easy money. That was a winner, winner, winner. Great bet. Yep. Ben, you went one and one. You had under 39 and a half cards Rams. That was a That's crazy right. bet, but you ended up winning it because Jake Paul is not a good quarterback. Then you have the Jets plus <laughs> Jake three. Paul is not the quarterback. <laughs> well, that dude looks like Jake Paul. <laughs> and then you have the Jets plus three. That we don't was a talk loser about that. as they got dominated. Eddie, my man. Oof. Where do we start? You had a tough way to end up the year. Start with this. Follow me on Twitter because I get more time to look at it. And uh, I just, it's hard to. Fair enough. Hey, you went went Atlanta Bucks under 50 and a half. That was a loser. That went over, I think, in the third quarter on that one. Why is Brady even playing in that game? (laughs) Then you had Cowboys minus three. That too, I actually like that. That was bit. tough. I love yeah, that. That's bit. a tough yep. L. Uh, that was a loser. I went two and zero along with Tiffany, but Tiffany, we both are winners this week. We got to show these guys how to do it. So let's start off with you. Give yeah, us two winners this week. I'm ready for it. Um, you already know where I'm going. Bills Mafia minus seven over Indy all day. This uh, offense is insane and their defense is going to show up. So minus seven, lock it in. And then I love the Ravens, Tennessee over 55. I think this game is going to be a shootout. Tons of points over 55. Nice. I love it. I love it. Eddie. Owen, oh, two. Where are you going this week, man? You got to get us back on track. It's time to get some winners out there. Let's go. All right, for the first game, I'm sure you all see this coming. <laughs> We're taking Alex Smith. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> love it. It's actually nine right now. Is it nine now? It's nine. Even now. better. You're giving me an extra half. We don't need it because I would even say go money line. Like I already have. Yeah, yeah. Plus three thirty. Love it. Since it's the best bet and I need to get some more W's in the best bet, we're just going to take the points this time. Love it. For game number two, I was going to take that Ravens uh, Titans game, but as we discussed in earlier episodes, it's not fun to pick the same thing. No, it's not. So, for my second best bet, 
We are going to take Rams Seahawks under 42 and a half. Great one. I, uh, I like that bet. Like Seahawks that will probably put up 27, Rams three. So, <laughs> oh, only three. Oh, damn, only three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Their offense stinks. So we're going to yeah. take Rams Seahawks under 42 and a half. And because I made that uh, best bet, final score will be 35 37. Nice. I love it. I love it. Ben, where are we going this week? 2 0, 2 0, 2 0. Well, I'm going to go 2 0, but that means Tiffany cannot go 2 0 because I am oh, going shit. against Tiffany here. I'm going Baltimore versus Tennessee. I'm going under the 55. I, I just see this as a running battle. You're you're gonna be, you know, seeing Derrick Henry, you're gonna see Lamar Jackson. They are going to be running the ball, and that means it's going to be a low score because it eats up a lot of time. You're Didn't not you take Tannehill see... in your in here? I did. I, not that Tannehill is still not gonna get the points, <laughs> right. but they're they're going to run the ball and you look at their last 10 meetings these these teams were averaging only 36 points that's 19 under you look at the the let's let's move it closer at their last three okay they move it up to 38 points so it's gonna be a tight one i think we all agreed with that so we're gonna go baltimore tennessee under 55 and for my my second bet i'm i'm gonna go big and i'm going really big well no shit i'm going really little and we're <laughs> gonna talk the grand salami total combined points for wild card weekend line is sitting at 289.5 Wait, so we what? are going under at minus 120 put 100 down or sorry put 120 down win that 100 bucks so all these teams are top top notch yes but they all shine defensively I mean, we're talking all in the top half of defensive points allowed, but we've got some major strugglers on the offensive point side. We're talking Chicago. We're talking Washington. We're talking all a uh, LA. Like we know that Ram Seahawks game is going to be low. Just like Eddie said, hit that under it, it puts at 289.5. It puts all those games at 48.25 points per game. And that is a lot for all those games. Plus, we've got injuries. We've got COVID. It's going to be cold. So we're going the big shebang under 289.5. Nice. We're going to call that the big ball in bet. Under, what is it? Love to it. what? 289.5. 289.5. Okay. Total okay. points scored in all the wild card weekend games. Period. That comes out to 48.5 points per game or 48.25 points per game. Quarter, yeah. I like it, Ben. I like that. Might have to be the weekly contest this week uh, for the hood, free hoodie. Oh, pick your over under there. Over under two eighty nine and a half against Big Ball and Ben Larson. If you go over, you win a free hoodie. I love it. I'll take All it. right, I like it. I like it. Uh, my two best bets. I know we usually don't do this, but I knew before we even recorded this podcast that me and Eddie were both going to love the football team plus nine. And I knew we were both going to love it on the money line because, and usually when me and Eddie are on the same, when we have a very similar opinion, we usually win. You know, I went back, I did the research. Me and Eddie, when we are on the same, when we are the only two, when me and him are on the same game, we are over 60%. So I love, I love Washington football team here. Plus nine. I think this is, uh, 
this is a game where it's literally the Bucks kryptonite, and it's been Tom Brady's kryptonite for his entire career. We're going Washington football team plus nine. I would even take it on the line. I love Thank it you, plus three. Alex Smith. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's do it. Hey, MVP of the playoffs, Eddie. Yep, second thanks. best bet. I'm going uh, against the Browns. We talked about it earlier. I like the Steelers minus six, um, only because the Browns in a playoff situation, they're not going to be able to prepare as normal. Kevin Stefanski out with COVID. Coaches on COVID protocol, they're not going to be able to be near players. I don't think the Browns are going to be as prepared. Plus, they just gave their best swinging punch against the Steelers last week. Barely could beat them with MAGA Rudolph at quarterback. We're going Steelers minus six. Let's lock it up. Let's win some money this week. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so great podcast, everybody. Thank you all for listening to APR, a.k.a. the Annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. Make sure to check out our website at www.taproomsportspodcast.com slash APR, where we have all our individual picks for each and every game of the week. Don't forget to stop by and subscribe to Taproom underscore sports on Twitter at Taproom Sports Podcast for Instagram and the Taproom Sports website at www.taproomsportspodcast.com for all of our APR and football posts. I got to tell everyone about our weekly spread contest, which is now going to be the weekly over under contest. Uh, so all you have to do is if you pick against this, me or I guess pick just with against me. Big ball and no, this week is just against, it's just big against ball me. So yeah. if you if you go in, you sign up, you beat my, uh, or you think everything's gonna go over to what is it, two ninety, then you win a free hoodie. So go in, put your selections in, and win a hoodie. Like we we just want to give them out. You know, or one wins awesome, ten we, wins awesome. Ben, should we do the free hoodie against you or with you? Your choice. <laughs> <laughs> how confident are you because if you're really I'm, confident i'm, confident. I'm really right, confident so then go against because i know we don't want to pay fucking six hundred dollars for hoodies. <laughs> there we go there we go so it's against me if if you put in your uh your submission for over 290 then you are going to win a hoodie and uh, i got one more one more thing before we go to tiffany for our uh our she she won our hey, real pick. quick, Eddie. So. Who's the best quarterback this weekend? The best quarterback this week is Alex Smith. Oh, oh. Well, we already hit our over under. We. Oh. I was Eddie. Eddie, I was inspired by picks by chicks this week, and That's me. before our before our podcast, <laughs> before you signed on, I asked Jordan and Tiffany over under of Eddie saying alex smith we came up with the line being 10 and a half what you have hit? now said it 12 times jordan got the w <laughs> tiffany went under jordan went <laughs> over but uh, ever, it doesn't matter oh, under for a situation because <laughs> like have to, hey. we gotta switch it up we can't no, at first don't. at first we said eight and a half and i was like now nah, we gotta push it up it's yep. gotta be more than and we baited you easy. so many times yeah. <laughs> we did you don't true. have to bait me for me to say alex smith because alex smith there was some the greatest bait. quarterback but there was the some baiting done we did bait you you fell for that bait twice which would have put it at 10 which would have been under if we didn't 
bait you. So, so, so I took bit, over. So I knew. There, so, but we did. <laughs> but uh, anyways, back to uh, back to Tiffany for your minute. I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, Go check out Picks by Chicks on Instagram. I have to consume my life with all of these minutes of talking and like I'm just not prepared. Spend <laughs> 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 all day talking. You don't even know what to do anymore, huh? Yeah, check out Picks by Chicks. I'll put some lines out this weekend and I'll put a line out for the college football championship next Monday. Um, if, it, if it happens, it might not happen. Really? Why? Ohio, Ohio State, State has a COVID oh. outbreak, quote well, unquote. Ohio State forfeits and Bama covers. So there you go. <laughs> now they're they're talking about pushing it back to the 18th. Oh, really? Well, that would be cool. that would be kind of cool. Because yeah. the NCAA loves bending over backwards for Ohio State. <laughs> Fuck that's Ohio. That's because Ohio. It's because fields is hurt, dude. So they yeah, he has broken ribs. That's so true. Yeah. Anyways, well, if the college football championship happens, I will put a line out. If not, you have to wait until nice. the 18th. Nah, Tiff, you gotta start doing college hoops. I know. I will. I will. I'm just not good. <laughs> and we got we gotta get some Miami Heat. Miami Heat yep. coming in soon. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been on and once NFL is over, I will pick up basketball, I promise. I just, just listen to the through. program podcast with me and Brian. We'll we talk uh college everything, hoops, nice football. Plug. That's yeah, you like that plug. That's a there professional radio plug. That's right what there. I need right there. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we got some good fantasy picks. We've got some great bets. Make sure to check out the Taproom podcast with Jordan and I. Like Tiffany said earlier, make sure to go check out the Instagram, uh, Tiffany's Instagram at Picks by Chicks. Make sure to go onto Twitter and check out Eddie and Jordan's daily picks. Uh, they're they're making money for all y'all. So except tonight, so Eddie tonight, dude. We, oh yeah, we were not talking fire. about tonight. But anyway, <laughs> we got steady Eddie. We got yep. Tiffany from Picks by Chicks. Yep. We got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's let's go I football team. And Larson, we will see you next week. Nice. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. <laughs>